Well, welcome back to Jackson Jackson. That's how I was Dave Scatine on a board day after Super Bowl. But David, this used to be a day where even like a guy like you could get into a restaurant that you couldn't get into. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Dr. J and I go into the Hard Rock Cafe the day after Super Bowl in a snowstorm one year. When when it first opened and you, you couldn't get in, well, guess what? We were like one of two tables in the place the night after Super Bowl in the snow. So we showed them. Just saying. Yeah, you did. S&P futures down 28. We were up last night. Now we're not up so much. NASDAQ futures down 119. Dow futures down 200. We have we have tensions. We have the Fed. We got the Super Bowl. We have Kevin. You do have Kevin. Uh, I've got you in that. Uh, you have Kevin. I, I I thought about uh, doing what uh, you know a, lar- a very large percentage of Americans do today, and that's calling in sick. But now nah, I'm just calling you. Um, that was the one day in the. Trading floor. If you work for the exchange, you could not call in sick and get paid, right? Right, David. That is true. Back when uh, people had like parties and stuff, or so. We actually went over to Doctor J's. I haven't seen those people in, like two years. Everybody, uh, you know, I, uh, I think everybody was doing all the stuff for the COVID. And as everybody on the show, I think knows because we talked about it. Did everybody get it from about the 15th of December to the 15th of January? And then finally everybody said, you know what, everybody's got it. We might as well have people over. What's the difference? Is that pretty much what happened, David, you think? Or what, did well, everybody we, get it? We saw, the, we saw the numbers spike up, and we've seen the numbers spike down. And, uh, gee, it's, uh, it's actually doing what everybody said it was going to do. Yeah. Um, well, I won't say everybody, but what, you know, what a lot of people said and what, was, you know, what happened in other countries. Uh, that got this variant, and then it, it burned through as quickly as it uh, as it got here. Um, so good, you know. That's 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 a good thing that it's uh, that a it was relatively mild. I'm I'm particularly pleased that it was relatively mild because I got it. Plus, you're still here, and so, uh, yeah, so. and and had you know basically had one really uh, crappy day, and uh, you know that was sort of like. Um, Maybe two or three colds I've had in my lifetime that were really nasty, and then um, then the, the next morning I started getting better, and within a couple of days I was fine. Uh, you didn't you didn't have the uh, was it the flu of it, or is that what they call it? You get the flu and the cold at the same time? No, I didn't. I didn't have that. That, that's pretty um, nasty. I, my daughter got it from me, and she had a couple of bad days, and she actually did lose her uh, her taste, her sense of taste for a couple of days. But um, but other than that. Uh, you know, it was the same kind of thing where it was mild. You know, I had a lingering cough for, you know, a week, week and a half. Um, wasn't persistent, but, it, you know, every once in a while you'd get a little coughing, and the doctor told me to expect that. So all in all, um, I, I got off pretty cheap. As long as you didn't say expect that at your age. Uh, well, there's all kinds of things to expect at my age, but it's really just, uh, mo- it's mostly that stuff hurts for no good reason. Is my... Uh my buddies from Pullman, I still get these kind of wacky, pretty pretty clean, but sometimes a little off color uh, jokes. Uh, and the uh, one of them was, "Remember, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Unless it mutates, it comes back at you." <laughs> sounds right. <laughs> it sounds right. The uh, but of course they had the the, the two ladies. Uh, one lady said, uh, "I went for a pregnancy test this morning." Guess what the other lady says. How tough were the questions? <laughs> that's the one. That's the one most likely to be, uh, uh, say, shall we say, persuaded uh, to do what will make her pregnant. Yes, what yes. Uh, her, her so, what did you? Uh, we, anyway, today we have the uh, over the weekend. 
other than all the Ukraine stuff, and evidently the why didn't why didn't uh, Biden uh, bring up the, the idea that if uh, if they don't invade Ukraine, we'll vote to let their fifteen year old skater skate? Because I, 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 <laughs> nobody told him to say that. Um, is she in or is she out? I was supposed to supposed to hear her last night. I, I don't know. I, I I am I have not watched a, you know a second of the Olympics. I so I, I have no idea what's going on with the Olympics. I just been. I, I just turn it on from time to time when there's nothing on, and I, as, as you can probably imagine, you're. I mean, I, I love, you know, obviously everybody knows I've loved sports my whole life. I just, no matter what the sport is, I'm just, I'm so impressed by how good these people are, whatever it is they're doing. It, I mean, it's been that way, like that way forever, but it's just, it's just, there. It, it's incredible. Last night was ice dancing, which I'm not, you know, I, you know, the idea of how you could do that, that perfection. I mean, you know, it's. It's actually really oh, good. They're, they're they're absolutely awesome. Although I will say this: that um, I don't consider anything a sport that has presentation points or style points of any kind. Uh, I don't mind looking at those ladies. Well, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind watching them. I, uh, and, and and it's a competition, which is fine. Um, but it but it isn't it isn't a sport because. Uh, um, in, in a sport, it, it one of the one of my criteria for it being a sport is that it, there cannot be any style points. the the ball The ball goes, you know, into the basket at Wrigley Field, or it goes to uh, um, Waveland Avenue. Doesn't matter. It's one run. Um, it, it, it's uh, you know, you you put the uh, ball in the hole in golf, um, and uh, and and if it happened to have hit a tree on the way and dropped straight into the hole because there was a Tree overhanging the grain, uh, grain. It counts just as much as if you had made a nice clean shot. Um, so you're, you're, you're always counting on that. <laughs> I count on luck. You know, yes. rely on luck. I'm when just, it comes to golf. I'm just saying the because uh, it's, it's interesting watching those kinds of things with Audrey because Audrey in her Ute uh, was on one of those uh, what they call those things a drum and bugle corps, David. The uh, there's a there's a bunch of those that go around the country in these big competitions sure. and. Yeah. And uh, actually, she designed uh, halftime shows for colleges for a while after she stopped doing that. And uh, I was asking her, I mean, when you got, I think those routines, even the dice, I mean, you know, the ice, I think the routines are like four minutes or something. And, you know, I said, oh, no, nobody can practice that, you know, all the way through the routine, like day after day. She goes, no, you, you, you take all the individual pieces and, you, and the ones you're having trouble with, you break it down and you, you, you work those pieces, and then. But it's, at some point, two or three times a week, you do you do always run through the whole routine because it's, there's such a conditioning part to it that you, you know, that you have you can't just do little pieces and then rest. You have to do little pieces and rest, but then you have to go through it because the conditioning part. When they do that, like near the end, and the guy's got his hand and the girl's got her one foot down, and none of the rest of her body touches the ice, and she's missing it by like you know a quarter inch all the way. But she goes, that is so hard to do. Three plus three minutes into a routine, it's unbelievable the strength these people have. You oh yeah, I, and and I'm not I'm not saying that they don't uh, require as much conditioning or strength as any other athlete. Um, but what I am saying is that the uh, opinion of how uh, of the style sort of uh, to me is it takes away that. Uh, one of the concepts of sport, as far as I'm concerned. So you're saying that you, is, it doesn't matter what it looks like; it matters what happens. But you, but you're uh, you were a guy with no style. 
Just saying. Well, maybe I'm biased in that regard. I'd say you are, you know. Anywho. Oh, God. So anyway, the, the, the lady from, uh, San Francisco spent all weekend. She must be trying to shoot back at her, her fellow fed mate, uh, Bullard. She came out and said that they should make sure that they're, they're very uh, measured in their response. Um, Kevin, when you're, when your sink is leaking down through the roof, do you want to be measured on the response, or do you, not through the roof, through the upper, upper floor, or do you want to just turn the water off as fast as you can? Uh, I think I want the water to stop. Yeah. I, uh, what, what are they talking about? She, and she's doing exactly what I thought the message would be if, because they had, they had this all figured out. They, they were going to get a, a, an easy CPI number, which they didn't get. And the story was, and she, what the hell's her name? I'll find it here. Charles. Um, and she was saying that, well, we're just going to give it the quarter point in March and we're going to sit back and we're going to, and we're going to wait and see, you know, type of thing. And I'm like, it's exactly what they had planned, which is kind of scary when you think about it. Uh, Fed Daily, it's her name, advocates for a measured approach as rate, rate height expectations rise. Uh, Federal Reserve should be measured. What, what does measured even mean? Well, what, what are we on? Like a, um, um, you know, a 13-year uh, measured approach? Yeah. History tells us with Fed policy that abrupt and aggressive action can actually have a destabilizing effect on the very gross and price stability we're trying to achieve. I think this lady has some stock. Uh, daily supports yeah, the Fed. Well, it's also possible that double-digit inflation has an abrupt effect on us, too. Uh, yeah. Once you... You know, the risk of being out of control daily supports the Fed raising rates in March. It's too early to call how many times the central bank would hike rates this year. How do people get these jobs? I don't, uh. Well, should, uh, you know, that, that's a good question though. Should they be, um, you know, predetermining what they do or, uh, uh, or, or should they be managing a more short-term strategy or, or, you know, where do you think they ought to be? Um, I think then that. We'll get back to the Super Bowl. I think that for, uh, in the long run, their job is to keep the money supply growth slightly, and I mean slightly, higher than the real growth in the economy. So that the, uh, the currency in the system continues to be a storehouse of value. It doesn't cause, uh, inflation or deflation. It should be a little, if you err at all, you probably want 1% inflation rather than 1% deflation, but you don't want a 10. Because all kinds of things start to happen. And the weird part of it is, a lot of them are really good for a lot of people. Um, I'll probably talk more about it with John, but I had a very interesting discussion. I had some workers over on uh, Saturday, uh, of course, in, in my place. Um, once somebody has an issue, you call the other tenants and you go, Hey, you got any issues? I got guys coming over immediately. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Okay, that's fine. So anyway. You might have mentioned that. Yeah, you might have mentioned that. That would be a problem. Because you could have, you could have mitigated it when it was still cheap. But you know, I, uh, this is before we talk about the, the, what, what is the deal with appliances people buy now? I remember Audrey, somebody, one of her friends who sells appliances says if you can possibly avoid it, you don't want to buy one now because they're all, they're crap. They're putting them together so fast. Anyway, I get, I bought all the appliances in the downstairs apartment. So I get, you know, a nice soft uh, fridge. Of course, I'm blaming it on her because she just said, said you got to change from white to stainless. So of course I get all those stainless stuff for an apartment. Like, who cares? So the fridge, for like two weeks, they all of a sudden work. This is a good place. So I call them and I go, oh, yeah, we'll get a guy out there in like a week and a half. Well, a week and a half. Good thing that girl downstairs has hardly anything in it. Um, 
The guy comes out and he goes, oh yeah, I know what it is. I'll, I'll get the parts in like five days. You know what it is. It's a brand new fridge. <laughs> comes back, fixes it. Everything's okay. See, tells her, yeah, don't put anything in it for like a day because who knows if it's going to work. <laughs> so now, I said, by the way, anything wrong with your place? Yeah, well, there's all kinds of snow and ice in the freezer. Is it normal? I go, no, it's not normal. <laughs> it looks like one of those fridges from like 50 years ago. So I call these guys up, and I go, hey, guys, you had one shot at it. Why don't you bring out a new fridge? Oh, man, we can't do that. we got to send a guy out again. All right, so you can't get a guy out till Wednesday. If he needs parts, it's like another week. Um, and then we still... I said, uh, not very nicely, I said, tell you what, I'll, I'll go with that, but on my, in my file, which I bought stuff for the office and apartments and stuff, in my file I want, that's it. If it doesn't work this time, no more BS. I want a new friggin' fridge. The next time you come out with a fridge and exchange it. And the guy's like, mm-hmm, I guess I can put that in your file. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, doesn't mean you're gonna do it, you just put it in your file. I'll put it in my file, anyway, so, um, what do you, what, so what do you make of, anyway, the guy's, I, I I talk about uh, you know how the hospitalization affects people, and uh, and then of course nobody talks about that on national TV because all the people there have their hospitalization paid for and they got Type A policies, right? And but so these guys sitting there having lunch at my place because I go to get my workers' lunch and everything, and it, the guys are telling me this you have no idea how much this hospitalization is burying them. So I'll get a little of this in, in Chicago now. Uh, if you get like the the lower level, you know, I guess it's Obamacare. I don't know the lower level. Well, the guy's splitting it with his employer, so the rate is uh, twelve hundred for his family of three, him and his wife and his son. The rate's twelve hundred. He pays half, so that's six hundred after. I'm guessing the place he works, forty five, maybe forty, somewhere in there. So that's six hundred after tax. The guy's writing a check for. It. I think his, uh, well, he doesn't get to go. It doesn't include, even though I think it's Blue Cross, he can't go to Northwestern, he can't go to University of Chicago, and I don't think he can go to Rush. All right, so that kind of knocks, knocks three of the, the best places out. I don't, I don't know if he can go to Loyola or not. Um, I'm going to go through the whole list. And then he says, well, you know, our deductible is like ten or 11000 and my wife is having surgery, and we pay 20% of the bill. And I'm thinking... He can blow through a lot of dough real fast. In addition, it was six hundred a month here, Kevin. That's almost like not even insurance. I mean, it's or where am I wrong here? This is all after. Uh, so, so let's go back to the discussion of inflation. Um, not only are premiums up, but what you get for the premiums is down. Yes, and and the stuff so, you're paying you know, for. It's it's, it, it's like. It's like when you find that uh, a pound, what used to come as a one-pound bag of coffee, is uh, is now twelve ounces, and in some cases ten ounces, um, and you just measure measure the price of a, a bag of coffee. So you know that's that's where we are on insurance. That's that was the fix. Yeah, that was that was what we did in twenty ten. We just and, shifted it. Uh, we just shifted you know, it around. Brilliant. It was. It it, it was a brilliant move if you want if you want to convince people that government um, health uh, government uh, controlled health care is the way to go. But why, uh, just out of curiosity, as a as a as a employer, why would you why would you ever do that? I mean, if 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 PTI gets to deduct your health insurance, say the number is a thousand dollars a month, why would I ever want to split it with you? When I get to deduct it and you don't, why don't I just take the whole thing off and instead of you paying 500 a month, me pay you 
you know, three fifty less gets you to the same place, right? With, with uh, it does um, until you uh, until you want to look for your next job, and then you want that uh, you want that salary to uh, build for your uh, you, you want to build your next job offer off of your salary. Well, that's a tough way to do it. Yeah, well, and, and it is a tough way to do it. Uh, what you have to do as an employer is be so damn, uh, such a damn wonderful place to work that nobody would ever leave you. Um, um, and, and, and I say that tongue in cheek, except that uh, I, I really do think employers need to do that anyway. Uh, so. Well, hey, I got a question about the the commercials. Did, did the same did the same ad people do all the commercials? Or they were all all amazingly loud. Could barely understand what people were saying. Everybody's black. Uh, is it, did they all go to the same place or what? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Or, or I think they just, you know, it's gotten to the point where they try too hard. Um, you know, they they try too hard to be uh, memorable, and 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 in most cases they fail. So there were a couple that were kind of cute and clever, but um, uh, you know, but that that's it. The ladies I was uh, watching with loved the one with the. The uh, the horse that got better, the Clydesdale kept his leg fi- got fixed up. Yeah, that was cute. I, you know, I I, I kind of thought the uh, the Sopranos one I, I get that, uh, but you have to have watched the show and remember from ten years ago. So, uh, but that little reunion of the uh, kids, you know, repeating the final scene, but with electric cars. Okay, well, you know, I get that. That was kind of uh, kind of clever. I, that was not pre- I, I that was not pre. Make it appeal to a narrow audience. They did not pre um, pre show that to anybody, you know. The first you know, time we've seen it. Yeah, the, well, yeah, you want the surprise. No, the rest of the rest of the music. You know, the, the, the best, the, the funniest line of the day was that, that Caesar's Palace guy uh, talking about, you know, sitting at the table with the Manning quarterbacks uh, and saying, you know, something about you legendary quarterbacks. And and uh, then when Eli started to speak up, he said, no, I said the legendary quarterbacks. God. Well, you know, I, never, I don't think I've ever seen... I'm not, of course, I'm not a maven, but I will somewhere. You know, what I'd like to do. Maybe we'll bring our, our buddy Scott uh, if he if he watched some of Scott Benjamin's and was an actor and been in a bunch of commercials. I bet he could tell you how much all those things cost. And I'm going to say they want the Mannings and a couple other people in there. God, that, that has to be. No, I mean, normally when when somebody does a commercial, if you're if you're a big shot, you get paid a real lot to do the commercial. You know, like Flo and the rest of these people, Jake from State Farm, are probably up to the point where. They're actually getting, you know, some decent, decent scratch for the shoot. But normally you get paid by how many times the thing runs. These Super Bowl ads aren't going to run that much. So, but, this, but they pay a fortune just to have them. They, they all got to be million dollar ads, Kevin. Just to do them. Well, it costs, uh, 6.5 million for a 30 second commercial. To put it on. In to Super put it Bowl. on. Yes, to put it on. And, uh, so I'm saying they're not going to, but I mean, just this, just the idea of the, some of those commercials were, they must have had 30 people in them. I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, and and it better be good given the price. Yeah. And uh, that's where I think you know. Go back to your question: is uh, you know, I think when they they try too hard, they try to force it. It just doesn't come off very well. Um, so I, I think you know, by and large, um, they're they're probably a failure in terms of their intended objective. Well, there's two so types. The, of... How, how about the game itself? What do you got to say about the game itself, Tom? I thought it was. Uh... <laughs> A little, a little boring, um, mainly because of the Cincinnati offensive line is kind of terrible, and, and the one guy and the uh, Rams got hurt, Beckham, right? Yeah. 
So, so yeah, it, it, it's a, some sloppy football, but uh, but dramatic and, and dramatic finish. Uh, a couple of things that I would say is uh, one is um, this is the second appearance in the Super Bowl for, for the Bengals, and the second time a, a, a late fourth quarter drive has beaten them. Um, so, uh, <laughs> moral of the story is get a big lead <laughs> yeah. next time. Uh, because, uh, they, they, uh, the 49ers first win with, uh, Montana. That was, uh, you know, that, that was a game winning drive to, uh, to, you know, to take the game away from Cincinnati way back when. So, uh, that, 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 that was, um, kind of an interesting, um, kind of just goes to show you, Kevin, no matter, no matter what level you're at, even though obviously it would be nice if the Bears had a better quarterback, but no matter what level you are, if all of a sudden you have to keep that extra back in, to protect your quarterback, unlike Tom Brady with his line, or unlike the guy in Kansas City most of the time, although his line has been better in the past, then you got to keep that back in, and you have four people in a pattern instead of five. Everything changes because you. Yep. And it, 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 it's a dramatic difference, and because uh, because when when you got to keep him in, every pass has got to be accurate, and you're you're threaded between two people. It seems. When you got five people in the pattern, there's the one guy that, is, that has, has, you know, no, nobody was in eight yards of the guy. I don't think I saw that once last night, did you? Where, where no, the I don't think so. Now that you mention it, I don't think so. Where, you know, you get the, the receiver running out and he, he finds a seam in the zone and all of a sudden the closest guy to him is you or me. And I didn't, I didn't see that at all. And, and a lot of it has to do with uh, the defense, but also a lot of it has to do with I mean, who you got up front. Oh yeah, and they and you know they knew it. They, I mean, they they uh, <clears throat> the Bengals knew that they needed uh, offensive linemen at the draft, and uh, instead they took the wide receiver. And you can't have any regrets. Jamar Chase has been great for them, um, but they also know they have their mission cut out for them. Now, if I were an offensive lineman free agent, um, I, I would think that would be a great destination if you want to return to the Super Bowl sometime in the next few years, or if you'd like an opportunity to get to the. Super Bowl in the next few years because their defense is pretty good and their quarterback is outstanding. Speaking of the quarterbacks, good for Matthew Stafford. He he has for years had the worst job in all of sports, and and by that I mean he was the best player on a bad team. Was he? I don't and think he was. His, that's a terrible thing to be. I don't think he is. His situation was worse or better than Archie Manning's in New Orleans. Mm, about the same. Yeah, about the same. About the same. Archie seemed to get a lot of recognition anyway, and uh, didn't he make the Hall of Fame? So, you know, he, he um, uh, I, I think, I think people appreciated him probably a little bit more than uh, anybody ever has Matthew Stafford. But if if you're the best player on a bad team, you can never do enough. He also is though. No, no matter what you do, it's not going to be enough. He's also a very lucky and, man uh, today. He didn't break his leg on that play last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Especially at his age. Yeah. Stuff doesn't stuff doesn't just bounce back like that. Doesn't bend, doesn't knows, bend like you know, maybe today he's gonna be uh you know, lining up surgery. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, but uh yeah, when you when you have the adrenaline going in the game I guess uh I guess you just you know, get up and go. And we you know, we know that even I'm uh, surprised Stafford didn't uh well actually both of you aren't you are you surprised that when the the defensive line uh was starting to dominate his offensive line. One of the ways you can combat that, if you got a quarterback that can run, is to is to try and run those run those guys ragged a little bit. I'm surprised they didn't have. I I, I was absolutely. I think the the third and one call, where instead of even a, I don't have a problem running on that play, 
but the one where the quarterback w- goes back and gives the defensive line all kinds of time to penetrate, I think that's that, that's that's a uh, who's the who's the bump the Irish just lost down to LSU. That was his uh, Kelly. That was his Kelly's call. The, the four second developing running play when we, when you're oh. trying to get you know fourth and a half instead of just going straight ahead. That would, that could be one of the yep. worst play. Why didn't you? They ran yeah, I think I, I think you want to hit them, and I think you want to know what you do. Whether you pass, whether you run, um, you, you just you, you don't want to give them time to. Make Plus, that, that was a he's, he'd already done two or three quarterback draws real easily. That, that was a perfect time for for the third time. Let him run. You know, on a draw or a run pass option or something. Well, and there are some other teams where it absolutely would have been the move to make. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there would have been no question. I don't think Burrow's that great a runner, but uh, he was adequate. He was certainly adequate yesterday. Well, and, and their offensive, their defensive line, Donald knows Donald's one weakness is he will leave his lane. Right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you double-team him. You, you can move him out of the stud. You can't stop him from getting to the quarterback, but you can sure get him where he's not where, to a spot where there's a hole there. <laughs> I think. You know, it's a it's just a different sort of thing. But uh, I, I sort of enjoyed it. We'll talk to Mr. Fling, and by the way, the, uh, um, it is amazing how, you know, the, the, the racial thing is piling in here because I got a, somebody, there was a question on the, the core of digest. Somebody writes in and says, how come there's, there's no, there's not enough black people in, in baseball? And the guy writes back, he goes, well, depending on where you look at it, there's probably slightly less, uh, American black people, Af- Af- American, African Americans from the U.S. Uh, than there was 15 years ago, which might be somewhat of a problem as to why that's happening. But it's the amount of white people in baseball, it's like 63% of the people, which is exactly what it is in the population. Because of all the sports... Well, there's, there's, there's sport. something else to that, too, Tom, because there, there was a lot written about this. Um, if you go back, uh, like, 15 years, when the White Sox were in the World Series, um, the, uh, um, the Astros had no... African American players on their team, uh, on their World Series team, and the White Sox had very few. And the problem at the time, and I, I don't know how it's changed, if it's changed uh, over over time, but the problem was that African Americans weren't playing uh, baseball. Period. Playing little league, yeah. Oh yeah. And the historically black colleges were recruiting white players to play, so they could have baseball programs. So. Um, you know, I, I think there's a participation issue that has mitigated. I don't know how how much, but it it has changed somewhat. It's made up. And, it's, uh, the, uh, it's made up and, by. And, but 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 also the best white athletes have been playing baseball for a long time, rather than other sports. And I think you're seeing more and more white athletes uh, migrating to basketball now. Well, the the and I, by the way, I think there should be more participation at younger ages. I mean, I I, I would love to see more of that because I love baseball. Um, but the, the, but the point is, the, the the guy who wrote the question was totally outraged, and the guy saying, "What are you talking about? That the population sixty three percent white, and baseball sixty four. I mean, it's it's the closest to the population in any sport out there. So so where where exactly is the problem? I guess is what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I, and, and and I get that. You know, yeah. you're right. I mean, I, I see the point.